Today's show is brought to you by GoDaddy. Buy your own domain name, build your site, or use any of GoDaddy's business tools and save 30% at www.trygodaddy.com backslash random tandem pod. But it can go down there. What do you mean? It's supposed to go down oh, there. Oh, yeah, because I had a water bottle and there's a spray bottle. And I had to, like, before I use the bathroom, I, oh, this is like TMI. But before I use the bathroom, I had to spray because it would hurt so bad because I ripped back to front. Oh, God. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh. I don't, I didn't, I don't My know. My mom was like, I have lidocaine, but it was for when they put it over her breast, like, after her surgery. I was like, my, I, I, I don't can't know how do old that. it is. That is seven Ma'am, years. Ma'am, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to you. Damn, seven years ago. Time go fast. Welcome back, niggas. Hey. What's up? We're just having a conversation about life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, this is Random Tandem. I am. Nothing I am, catchy to I'm me. about to be 30. Hey. Oh, that's not like By a person. By the time this come out, you will be 30. I will. Um, And I am messed up. Hey, we back in this thing. We are recording a week ahead of time. So if we're not up to date, you won't get any current events. Unfortunately, if you Sorry. like our commentary, you'll have to wait for the following week. <laughs> um, but this is just an episode. In the meantime, um, you wanted to come or I actually want to come in and just have like a little conversation, a little powwow with you all, because I know the 80s babies or 88 babies. 80s babies 80s babies we're either 30 or we're turning 30 and this is if you're like me this is really it's really tough you know what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) i'm old and i'm washed up um oh i'm very washed (laughs) i am washed you understand what i'm saying ask me this what it was is 30 ask me this 15 years ago i promise you i wouldn't I, i promise you i couldn't say i would be here right now no for real like, 15 years ago, I was thinking to myself, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm 20. Like, I'm excited. I'm going to be all grown. And, you know, just, this is great. Yeah. No, it's not. Not it's at all. It's not. It's not. It's not at all what I thought. So. Yeah. Just a wellness check, because this is, we have to do this. How are you feeling today? I, I guess that I shouldn't ask you that, but I could. But <laughs> whatever. We, we just heard rough, how we felt. I'm having a rough week. I'm having a really rough week. So, I'm trying to get through it here. But, uh. Yeah, I won't go too much into detail. <laughs> Maybe if people put two and two together, yeah. So, how are you feeling? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just all over the place. <laughs> all over the place. I'm so sad. Time is flying. Time is flying. So this episode, guys, like I said, I wanted to come in and talk to you all about 
being 30, turning 30 is just like an interim episode. So we're just having a little chat, a little powwow. Um, these are the things that I know for sure um, about being 20, living in your 20s, and then going into 30. So mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you can relate to this. If you are 30, I'm sure you'll have some commentary under the SoundCloud um, notes and or on Instagram. If you aren't and you're about to turn 30, just listen in. We have some good things <laughs> in store for you. You can probably relate. Um, yeah. So going into this, I had to think about, I was I was turning 30 and I was like, well, what the fuck have I done? Like, I'm, I'm 30 and, and what have I accomplished? Like, <laughs> what is life? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't think. This what did like, I do? <laughs> what have I done? I didn't think this was going to be me. So I had to backtrack into my 20s. And I was like, well, 20s, I can't say we're lit, but they were just I want to say the beginning years of my 20s were very were very lit because I went to college and I know you 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 went to college later so you didn't really get that did you get that college experience i can't remember i didn't because i went back to school so around the time so i went back to school at 21 so i mean that's still young but it wasn't like yeah so by but i went back with the purpose in mind so i didn't get the full college experience i literally just went for class so i didn't get like the full party college experience was prior to that was a doozy but that wasn't in my 20s then, so I guess that couldn't be. I guess it was kind of leading up to it, because when you go to college, you're kind of like, what? I was 17. I did had just turned 18 my first year in college, so I wasn't. I wouldn't include that in the years that you're talking about. Well, maybe now that you're thinking about it, I was not in college when I was 20. I was, it was like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. I did turn 20 when I was in college, and that, wow, okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> had to think back, yeah. <laughs> Drinking? God, that's when when you turn twenty, like you start like you start experimenting in high school. But twenties is where you push, you really push your limit to see what you can and what you cannot do. And even if you push it, you don't give a fuck because you'll be. My stomach is turning while you're talking because oh. black gin. I if I my stomach is turning now. Mm. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, black gin. Black I remember drinking gin. Bacardi Limon. Like oh, I, I don't drink. I will never ever drink anything oh, with Bacardi in it. Now, like Mm-mm. throwing up over the toilet. There is the time that I went out with my homegirls. We aren't really that close anymore, but we were at Questions. Now, if you're from Milwaukee, you know <laughs> Questions. Questions was it was lit. I like Questions, but I was throwing up in the bathroom, in Ew. the sink. Ew. And that that's the time where you just don't give a fuck about how you look when Girl, you drink. Girl, just trashy. When I say trash, down. walking down the street <laughs> with your dress and your panties, your butt is out. Like, you just don't care. Tore down. Um, for me, drinking was, was heavy. It wasn't good. It just was not. I shouldn't have did it. And you know what? I drank before... Like, I started drinking with my friends. I drank a lot with my family, like my older cousins. And it was just anything they handed to me. White Russians, martinis, anything. Bacardi, Smirnoff, millions of wine coolers. And back then, you were just knocking them back just to get that buzzed feeling. So Boone's it's just Farm. Boone's Farm. What was Boone's Farm? Fuzzy Navel. <laughs> it's just like. Island Punch. Oh, God. What just trash. Trash. Is it just. It's, it's trash. Play? And that was before I discovered like good wine. So I was drinking like anything that they put in front of me, the cheapest box wine. I know there's some good box wine now, but like the cheapest of the cheap, like just anything that's throw up worthy. 
That that's basically and you it. You didn't give a fuck about what you was drinking Nothing. with it. You just mixed everything together. Everything. I used Gross. to I used to just pour stuff in my water bottle and just be out here like that. And it's just like thinking back, what were you doing? <laughs> like I'm looking at this water what bottle right now. This is 16.9 fluid ounces and just like straight liquor and maybe a splash of juice like vodka or oh it's just crazy i'm that black gin experience that i'm thinking about it was on oh. campus and some of the um basketball players they you know like their dorms like you know dorms when you see them on tv is kind of the same but you know those rooms were smaller so everybody had their doors open so it was like one floor where there was like either athletes soccer players or whatever and we had co-ed dorms but everybody used to open up their doors and they used to play like video games and that was the drink like they had just a bunch of gin and they mixed it with pink lemonade i want to say black gin and pink lemonade and i'm knocking them back just playing super mario kart <laughs> i stood up and i had to sit back down gotcha. i was so drunk i literally remember being on the elevator barely making it because they were on the first floor and i remember i stayed on the second floor that seemed like the longest elevator ride of my life i was so drunk it felt like the world was moving with the elevator i i don't want to even Oh God! I'm thinking about my 21st birthday, and I'm gonna wrap this up with the the drinking because there's so many. We all gotta I go fell back. Y'all gotta car. go back to that episode when we talk about a, a drunk, drunk ain't shit, shit. episode <laughs> six. <laughs> I um, fell out of a car. I was really fucked up in Chicago, and I threw up all over somebody's VIP section. I still don't know who this person was, Ew. but I remember my sister and my cousin saying, "It's her birthday." <laughs> It's her birthday. Like it is her birthday. Let it and go. I had just had I had just had Chase. So I went a year without drinking. So when you go a year without drinking oh, and you God. try to creep back in, you it gotta creep up in on slow. You. But I was ready to take on the challenge, okay? And it, it the challenge took me out. Yeah. So I threw up all over that section and I remember my sister and them telling me people was clapping for me. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> just everybody drunk. Everybody like, yeah. <laughs> they were cleared for her. Like, just it's everybody. Everybody's like, drunk. No, this is terrible. This isn't okay, I guys. I threw up. Ev- this is like a common denominator I keep throwing up, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay, well. Yeah. College was one of the greatest moments of my 20s. Also, another greatest moments of my 20s. I really wish I would have been a hoe earlier in life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when I think of like, because... When I go back to college, (laughs) I really wish I would have been a hoe later on in life. Now, however, I was not a thought in college. I I wasn't thoughting and bopping around. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. But you know what? I'm glad that I waited to my latter years in my 20s (laughs) to be a hoe because I knew what sex was. And so we weren't just having sex like humping like monkeys. And we didn't know what was going on. When I was in my hoe phase, this was a great time because i experienced so many different things you kind of knew what you wanted <laughs> i knew experienced so many did. different things so many different guys so many different penis sizes so i think i say shout I out wa- to safari sorry okay listen, that listen here. boy we're not gonna go there <laughs> anyway um yeah so i really feel like I would have been a more, I wish I would have had my whole face earlier because I wouldn't have gave a fuck about it n- earlier. Well, maybe. I think when you have your whole face earlier, you worry about what other people think yeah. about you. In my latter years, I didn't give a fuck because that was my care. business. It's my business. <laughs> it's like, my business. worry about yourself. So, yeah, I think 
Mine was primarily around the time when I was in Memphis. I had dibbled and dabbled there. Had a couple of people that I talked to off and on. So, you know, it was just a great time, you know, and I didn't care. It was my business. Like, so it didn't really matter. I wasn't in a relationship, you know, so it was just my business. I, I was living really, my life. I never actually really been in a relationship. That's I was my business. safe. So, I mean, shit, it was my business. And it's never too late to have a whole phase. If you're 29 now, get out there. Go fuck. Okay. <laughs> go go get full on force. Out. Go full force. Because you never know who you might meet. You know what I'm saying? You might change your life oh god um figure so, out what you like whole phase that was probably one of the greatest i've had some and i'm still friends with some of the niggas i have sex with shout out to you okay <laughs> hey <up>. guys no. <laughs> hey what's up um but yeah i just think that that was a great time for me i don't know but did you enjoy that I did. I had some bad experiences, some torpedoes and things of that oh, nature, but we, we blocked that out the back of our mind. But yeah. for the most part, it was good. For my greatest moments, mine weren't as fun. Um, I thought we were taking this in a little different direction. Oh, no, 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 but... no. I still have a lot of great moments. Oh, okay. Um, some of mine, but yeah, um, that was a great time. I'd probably say, because I'm trying to think. Early 20s, like I said, I went back to school at 21, but that period between like 20, literally that year, I had a good time because I lived on my own. It kind of shaped like what I wanted, and that's kind of what propelled me to go back to school. So I had a good time, but it just had me thinking like that one year probably shaped my 20s like just to find out what exactly because I'm still figuring it out obviously but I think that one year where I lived on my own like all my friends were out at college and I was doing like the nine to five go to work come home go to work come home I knew that wasn't what I wanted to do so that kind of changed my uh, perception of what I guess my purpose was I'm still figuring that out but one of my moments I said was going back to school and moving to Memphis now it was like a how I did it, I would probably change if I could think back on it. But that was probably one of the greatest moments. And that happened in my 20s. So, um, yeah. I think another great moment of being 20, and I think a lot of 20-year-olds experience that, is gaining your independence. Like yeah. you said, moving out mm -hmm. and being on your own. I thought I was grown. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. I moved out. Um, I had a roommate. Actually, we aren't as cool as we no are today. There's a lot of different type of things happening then. Okay. But as soon as you move out, what happens? Well, not for everybody. I popped up pregnant. No, dad. Um, and so I don't want to take this downhill. It was the greatest moment. I had my child early. But mm -hmm. when I get to my biggest lesson, it robbed me of my 20s. Because mm. I couldn't live my life the way I wanted to. That's a great accomplishment. People want kids. You know, mm -hmm. you have kids. I never, when I was 15, when I was a little girl, I never wanted kids. So for me to have a kid now, I was just like, okay, this, you know, this is great. This is a great accomplishment. But I was robbed of my 20s. Mm. Chase is here. He's wonderful. He's a, a beautiful child. He's a great <laughs> gift. My buddy. But if we're being honest and this is something I talk about in therapy and I, Lakeisha, shout out to Lakeisha. She was supposed to be here today. This would have been a great segue for her. But I always talk about this in therapy. Like, I don't want kids. I'm not happy being a mom. So mm. it robbed me of my 20s, and I'm still bitter about it, but it was the greatest thing of my 20s. At the same time. Okay. At the same time. So yeah. that's just another another thing. And I know people that have ki have had kids in their 20s. I see pe people popping them out. Like I popcorn. mean, like clockwork. I pray. Listen, kudos to you because I have one, and I don't want another one. I don't, want, I don't even know how people have kids and be like, you know, like, let's get another one. Like, I just... No. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, I mean, let's see. So another one of my greatest moments, I said moving to Memphis, going back to school. I also, in my 20s, when I think back on it, like, it's... I guess it's kind of hard to put into words because we think about, okay, we're transitioning to 30, but it just seems like, where did the time go? Cause like we were literally sitting in the nail shop when I found out that I was being moved to Connecticut for my job. So I went through college, had this great internship and was afforded the, you know, opportunity to get a full-time job with them. But we thought that I was going to Chicago. We was like, (laughs) yeah, we're going to be down there every weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) No, they said, nigga, you're going to Connecticut. And I said, oh, we were in a nail shop like, <laughs> like and I look like you leaving, right? <laughs> and I literally, they gave me like a month and a half. I was running around like crazy, you know. Moved out to Connecticut, and I was literally by myself. I made no friends. Jacor and I were on Facetime every single day um, for hours on end, <laughs> doing nothing, doing nothing, as if we were like living in the same household, just on the phone, like Big Brother. No, for real, that's exactly what it was like. Every Friday, she knew I was headed to my liquor store buying two bottles of wine be twisted in my house i stayed in the house for a year i went to nothing but farmers markets in the mall like that's all that i did but that experience yeah and having makeup parties in my house on fridays like just doing nothing and taking a bunch of selfies washing my face off and going to bed drunk so it was one of those things none none whatsoever in the middle of connecticut i remember remember that time where i was listening to yg to try and keep my black side while i was out there and i found out he was up the street for a concert do you Aww, remember dude. that i was so salty it's like that was the only experience but other than that i was by myself but i say all that to say that was like the first experience outside of like my first apartment in that one year that i lived by myself that i actually felt like okay i'm out of college i'm still trying to figure it out i'm new in you know the workforce and that was i was by myself so i had to kind of rely on Things that, you know, I wanted to do. I discovered that I loved cooking. I cooked a lot there. Like I said, I went to a lot of farmer's markets. So even though it was one of that, that kind of that year went fast. But I think about it, I'm like, that only a year? I was only there for a year. So it kind of helped me realize, like, it cultivated small things. So I I enjoy being by myself. But I discovered, okay, yeah, I like to cook. So I cooked a lot there. I had a really nice house on out of shit I don't even know how I got that house but anyway but it was just like a lot of things happened I was diagnosed with lupus while I was there so a lot of things happened but these last few years have kind of flown by they definitely but I also think about in your 20s that is the those the 20s are the time for you to make especially college you make your greatest friends and those friends stick with you um throughout the your lifetime Mm -hmm. um I didn't really I wish I would have cultivated my friendships a little bit differently. Um, but I just, I think that one of my, well, I met you in my twenties. Yeah. My best friend. I, well, I met her in college, which is almost like your twenties, but yeah. you meet the greatest people of your life in yeah. your twenties. And you got to make sure those people count because they will be with you. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be with you for the rest of your life. And so you got to yeah. make sure they are people that you want around. Um, I guess I want to say some of the biggest lessons that I've learned while being mm. 20. Like I said, those are your friendships. I wish I would have cultivated friendships more. Um, I was kind of, I'm still not really meek, but I just, I was very shy. So I kind of let people talk and like make their own image, you know, make their own 
um, assumptions about me without actually yeah. speaking up for myself. So I think a lot of relationships would have changed if I had said something because now I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> like I, I genuinely oh, don't give a fuck. So I really wish that I would have cultivated those different relationships, especially even in like the workforce or people that yeah. you meet and networking. 20s is really about networking and getting your network up. And I didn't do any of that. Yeah. So now I'm in my latter years and I'm trying to do that. And it's so hard. It's so new. Yeah. I will say that I was, like I said, since I went back to school so late, obviously I was in my internship a little bit later than most people were, but that was an adjustment for me too, because I was never really in that space of coming out of my shell and I was kind of forced to, Mm -hmm. especially with the program that I was in in school, I was in the honors program. So I had to carry a certain number, a certain number of classes and or outside activities that kind of counted towards my degree. So I was kind of forced out of my shell to network with people, whether it be on campus and my internship. So I do think that was important um, to your point about just making friends because it is hard. It really is. Not only making friends, I'm y'all all know that I'm an introvert and or I'm very, even business relationships. I'm awkward as fuck and I don't know how to start conversations. So it's always <laughs> really weird, especially like had it been earlier in my 20s, I probably would have been like, oh, hey, what's up? But yeah. now I'm just like right you just kind of yeah I mean there's ways of going around that but I can definitely see because that was one of the things like when my mentor she came to me and she was like you even have to change your disposition she was like sometimes she was like I know you're quiet she said but sometimes people look at you and think that you're not interested and I was like all the time so it's just it takes work like even when you think that you're in a space where you're you know friendly and (laughs) open people be like uh she's kind of standoffish so yeah mentors i wish i would have had but that my 20s were which is which is very random in my 20s i was doing hair and like i was a free spirit i was doing Mm -hmm. what i want now look at me i'm i'm going back to it but i think i wish i would have like a look I was a sponge. I've I've always been a sponge, but I wish I would have been a sponge, not around the right people, but gained more mentors than I have now. Okay. So, I mean, because I'm sure those connections are invaluable. They are. You find them. Like, even if you ain't talked to somebody in 10 years, you can see somebody tomorrow. Like, oh, you know, Mm so-and-so. And it can be a connection. I wish I would have did that earlier in my 20s. Um, One of my biggest lessons that I have down is just learning the difference between like taking leaps of faith versus making reckless decisions. Because I think sometimes I I have a way of like, you know, I've talked on the show about how I write things down and I plan things to the T and even more so now with my lupus. And it's more so just how to get a better grasp on things. But I think in my earlier 20s, I relied more heavily on making reckless decisions and saying that they were leaps of faith when really there should have been a little bit more thought to some of the decisions that I made. Like one of the biggest things, and I mentioned it earlier, was moving to Memphis. But I literally made the decision out of nowhere that I was going to quit my job and I was going to apply for school and go back to college and all of this. But I didn't consider financial aid. My first year in Memphis, I struggled, almost got kicked out of school because I couldn't pay for it. You know, I broke my lease like, you know, in my apartment. So things like that, that I probably would have made a better decision in doing, even though I don't regret going to Memphis, because I think that changed the whole trajectory of my life so far. But just making better decisions, you know, not letting things that I think of or that come to me on impulse drive my way of doing things because in some instances you have to plan certain things out. And yeah. I think that was the, one of the biggest mistakes that I used to make is that I would just go off of like, if I felt it coming, I was just going to do it. Like nobody could tell me anything different. So 
leaps of faith versus reckless decisions. Um, outside of that, I can't think of anything else. What did you have? I have a lot. Um, little little nuggets. Just know <laughs> that if you are listening and you are you're younger or you're in your early twenties, people don't give a fuck about you. Oh shit. And I mean, it's a hard, it's a hard pill to swallow, mm-hmm. but people don't give a fuck about you or anything that you do. <laughs> no, for Word real. Word to Big Sean. They don't give a fuck. So you got to live life on your own terms yeah. and you got to do shit the way that you want to do it because people don't care. So one of mine was literally, I put down family isn't necessarily your bloodline. And that's one of the things that like we spoke about gaining friendships and things like that. I've recognized that my circle that I've chosen to have around me that's now this could be my personal situation you know people always talk about you know blood over everything but I've learned that sometimes family isn't necessarily just the people that are you know share the same bloodline as no, you. you choose you, you choose who your family is you choose who um puts that energy into you know I've always said before like my network of friends like you and a couple of of my other closest friends like you know and even like my outer circle too like they have become a family to me and relying on those people in different situations whether it be professionally or you know just general advice or just any type of thing like those are the people that I choose to have that tor- that actually change or have an influence on my energy and that it's not necessarily family and that's okay you choose your friends you can't choose your family yeah. so choose your friends wisely yeah um another thing about people not giving a fuck about you or is these, com- these companies don't give a fuck oh, they about really you don't. listen <laughs> i learned that as y'all know i started later in life i decided to go for engineering the latter part of my life whose decision was that we don't know i don't even know why i did that but hey that's just jumping and not thinking about it anyway these companies don't give a fuck about you. Um, they don't love you. They don't have a heart, okay? They will drop you at the drop of a dime. Make sure you have a parachute or make sure you have some type of plan to get the fuck up out of there. Yeah. You got to make sure. And if you go on, if you go on full throttle and you know it's something that you want to do, make sure you have a side hustle. Make sure you have something else mm-hmm. to back you up just in case some shit like that happens. Because these companies do not give a singular fuck about you. Like I said, I got fired in the latter part of my year. And I don't think I talked about it earlier, but they fired me and didn't even offer me fucking unemployment. Knowing I had a family to feed. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't. So know that if you're listening and you're younger and even if you're if you're in it now. They don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just at the end of the day, their bottom line is, you know, their bottom line. So it, it we contribute to it. But I think it's important to understand that even if you feel like you found a company <clears throat> or a job or an establishment to where they make you feel like family, sometimes you have to consider the fact that if something were to go down, they would not care. You don't give a fuck they wouldn't that. care. Because no. at the end of the day, you're just one person contributing to the money that they bring in or to that puts forth the energy to put out a product that they may get paid for. So at the end of the day, you're just a number. So it's always good. And not to say it's so cut and dry like that, but at the end of the day, make sure that you have things together for yourself as well. So. Um. Uh, another thing is don't complain. You either change your situation, you learn to cope and or you change your perspective like Mm -hmm. i had to learn that the hard way um you don't get anywhere by fucking complaining i mean it's just i've Mm -hmm. said it multiple times on the podcast you just don't get anywhere by complaining either change your situation or figure it the fuck out and you're gonna have to learn that in your 20s yeah basically you just it, it it there's no other way around it you just gotta you gotta figure it out um take care of your health um, oh, yeah. your body 
because we aren't getting any younger. I'm getting old. My bones hurt. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm getting a little chubbier and it's hard to get that weight off. I lost a shit ton of weight in my earlier 20s and I wish I would have. I don't even know how to fuck it. Crep, 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 crep back up. Crep back up. But it's hard as fuck. I it mean, is. you got to be this like before, like you could just walk a couple of miles, stop drinking soda and you'll drop the weight. Now it's no, it's not it's about work. not drinking the soda, dro- not eating the burger. Like you got to put in hard work and <laughs> motherfuckers is tired. When you got kids, a full time job, a side hustle, you got a lot of shit to do. You just don't feel like it. So right. you really got to take care of your body. And I wish I would have done that in my earlier 20s but like i said i've never i've been athletic but i've never been the skinny type in general but you just still you gotta make sure you take care of your body Mm -hmm. exercise daily i mean i'm not saying get in the gym and start pumping hard iron but at least get out take a walk don't sit on the couch you got to do something to keep your metabolism up and to keep your body going yeah and I, I mean I can speak to that obviously you know I've spoke on the podcast before about how I have lupus and that was one of the biggest adjustments especially being in my 20s that was one of the biggest things to where you know any type of autoimmune disease especially lupus it's aggravated by stress and even when I thought like oh yeah I could do this that and the third and then my body would be like no you should probably sit down. So it's it's one of those things where take care of your health, your physical body, but also your mental too. We talk about our mental health on this show all the time. All of that comes into play because especially when, you know, not, not to say that everybody is going to have a hard life or a hard 20s, but if something were to hit, you want to make sure that you're good in all aspects, physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever you choose to do. But yeah, that's extremely important. Um, also I learned one of the biggest lessons was to accept your body. You can't like, yeah, along with exercise, you can't get rid of it. Like it's not going anywhere. Um, you can, of course you can exercise to get rid of, to get rid of it, but it's really about self love. And I just, I'm, I love myself. I love my body. I'm really pretty. Um, (laughs) my hair is really nice. I have lots of things that are really good qualities about me that I had to learn (laughs) to accept because before you always compare yourself to other people and it's just comparison is the thief in the night. Right. So that's just another thing that I learned. And the last thing that I learned, um, it's actually two. failure is the greatest opportunity given to us. Like Mm -hmm. you can't like, (laughs) and I had to learn the hard way. I'm a very, I'm a perfectionist and perfectionist is often casted by like procrastination um, because nothing is ever right. But if you don't fail, you don't know what the fuck is wrong and you can't succeed that way. So I'm learning to accept failure because without failure, you have, you, you don't know where you're going. So that's what Mm -hmm. I learned, especially in the last two years of my twenties is to accept failure. Um, and that's pretty much all that I've learned in my 20 and to protect your joy. We talked about that Mm -hmm. endless amounts of time. Yep. Got to, because you can control it. Don't let nobody else control your motherfucking joy. You can control it. Protect that shit. So yeah. Do you have any expectations for turning 30? Hmm. 30 and I think especially within these last I know you're a couple years. of months away from 30 I'll be 30 I know, it's knocking don't, on the don't door put that on me now I'll be don't there put that on <laughs> me but no I think what I look forward to the most in my 30s is just I think over the last few years especially even within the last year alone when we said that we wanted to start this podcast it was as a way to like kind of try something new to figure out what our purpose is and stuff like that so that's one of the biggest things that I'd say I'm looking forward to is just the self-discovery aspect finding my purpose whether it 
it be just in life in general, um, career, side hustles or whatever I choose to do, you know, with my life, because I feel like 20s, you're just kind of going with the flow. You figure it out and you just kind of, you know, go as things come. But I think now what I'm looking forward to the most is just trying to get to a place where I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. Like, even if I figure it out, like 31, 32, 33, I'm like, okay, now I know what I want to do. And I make a plan for it and go for it. But I think that's probably the biggest thing is just the self-discovery aspect of it. Yeah. You know, I have high expectations for 30. I'm knocking on the door and I'm ready. Um, I plan on living life limitlessly. Yeah. Um, I'm living it unfucking filtered. If you thought I was filtered before, it's really going to get bad. I just don't give a fuck. And I just, <laughs> I just don't. Um, I'm going to live life purposefully. Um, I'm just going to, and I plan to create the joy in life without anybody holding me back. So like what I want, I'm, I plan on getting it. Yeah. I'm not going to get it tomorrow when I fucking turn 30 but <laughs> that is the the era of 30s is, is yeah. what I plan to do and you know what we know all men are dogs but hopefully I can find a dog that I can deal with no, when I'm 30 so that <laughs> was one of mine man. too it's like love starting a family you know getting to that place where I find somebody like yeah this person I kind of like and I think I like them for a little while so that that point I'm also looking forward to so I did a little brief survey um, on a couple of my social media platforms and I had a lot of good feedback from people that were telling me advice and what they expected and, and how they feel in their 30s. And some of the stuff really did was really good. And some of the stuff made me laugh. <laughs> um, people have said, go get what you want. No yep. excuse. Like we just said that that's what we plan on doing when we're 30. Um, they say you're more likely to say no. Listen, I already say no now. I, so I, I know. <laughs> My nose is going to be a hard no. With a period at the end. <laughs> a no. Okay. It's right. no. Um, they say you have to embrace being a late bloomer, which I was like, yes. that's really, wow. That's... That was my takeaway. <laughs> I'm going to say that again <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, just embrace being a late bloomer because everybody, you you know, it doesn't happen at the same time for exactly. everybody. Um, somebody said to me, which I thought was really good. He said, "You, you your 30s are learning to walk on the tightrope without a net. Mm. So I was like, huh. So like you just you just going without no security. Wow. I thought that I was like, oh, that's good. I might have to keep that. I, 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 I like that. I like <laughs> Put that. Put it on a post-it note. Okay. <laughs> um, my cousin had told me she's a she's a therapist too. Um, she said you're coming into your own. Yeah. Which I can see that now. I coming can into, feel it. I can feel it. Um, this girl is really stupid. <laughs> she said your bones start aching. No, for real. <laughs> Listen, every time the weather change, I'll be like, My damn, I need an Epsom salt bath. Like, your bowels ain't the same. No, for real. Take care of your bowels. <laughs> Drink your water. Make no, sure you get enough. Get like, enough done, fiber. Golly, it changes. <laughs> Your body changes. It Some, changes. Somebody Golly. said some of the greatest things are buying sheets and decorating your home. No, for real. Listen, <laughs> the little I'm, things. I love. Look, <laughs> the little things. I, I love like that. a nice pair of sheets. Like I, I just bought some new ones because mine man. had a tiger stripe in it. Like yeah, a, we don't know. What how happened. did that happen? We don't know. Oh okay. I love going home good shop. I even like going to like Home Depot when you were making fun of me last year when I bought my plants. Like I had a great day. <laughs> Home Depot. Oh God. I like I like doing things like that. Um and the last one, which is I hey, where is it at? I've heard several people say your sex drive is higher. My sex drive has always been high. Mine is low. Probably because I'm just doing so much. I ain't even I don't got yeah, no nigga probably. right now. I just don't feel like it. Um 
but but it, I heard that I heard that it gets it gets crazy. But you know what's crazy though? Because okay, so I heard women's sex drives in their thirties increases, whereas men kind of just like levels off or decreases. So it's like, so who do we have to see? Like the younger. That's why the younger that's niggas. Why they going down to the tenderonies? Right, okay? tenderonies. But then they don't act right. So it's like we either got to find somebody daddy or. A young tender, like I, I don't really know how to deal with that. And the young tenders, they, they probably, I just, I don't know. Just if I doing a, too much. I wouldn't have the patience I, for that. I don't know if I had the patience for a young tender. I wouldn't. So I'm I want look, a grown man. I'm gonna look for somebody, daddy. Mm, That's gonna be father. the plan. Wow. <laughs> Somebody's okay. father. Give me a good <laughs> six plus years <laughs> older. That's not well. It could be somebody, daddy, but six years. Even. I mean, I'm that he mama. could be somebody, daddy. But I'm saying like I either that. I'm so- somebody mama you are somebody mama or somebody uh daddy for real somebody's grandfather somebody's grandfather that's what i'm looking for i mean listen well shit no that might get crazy Uh, oh no shit somebody (laughs) maybe somebody grandfather about 40 oh you're right you're right yeah okay Mm -hmm. um and so all of these things i will update you periodically yeah um, at this periodically time remember that at this periodically time who said that um that girl mm-hmm. um, after she- that accident <laughs> oh no like the trains were delayed yeah, she's like, like they didn't come at a periodically, periodically time. time yeah periodically so I, I will keep you guys updated you guys keep us posted on how yeah. you feel and if you are newly 30 please share how you feel share and what's your been going feedback on. so i had to ask a therapist because this is just what we do and lakeisha was supposed to be here today but she could not be here but she gave us some words of mm. wisdom so i'm gonna be here while you're reading, I'm going to hear it in her voice. <laughs> you're going to hear it in her voice. Shout out to Lakeisha and the Involving Chair podcast. So the first thing she said was, remember, you didn't fail. She said, look at what you've accomplished and redefine your priorities and values. Some questions to think about. Um, what am I in need of most in life right mm. now? Looking at your beliefs and what you've learned. Most important for your focus. What's your focus on now? And create a list of action steps. Um, yep. As y'all know, I don't like to write shit down. <laughs> she, her face changed. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I really don't like to write shit down. And that, I, I just think that's just me. I, I never, I, like I see, I'm a visual person so I can see it as opposed to like having to write it down. I don't need to see it because I already visualize it. But I think that's so true. Like you didn't fail. And yeah. Learning, your, especially being a late bloomer, it's not like we haven't failed and we put mm-hmm. so much pressure on ourselves to be like, oh, by 30, I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah. Nigga, what? We are 29. Yeah. 29. I'm going to be 30. I feel old and washed, okay? No, for real. Know that. I'm ready for bed now. You don't even get it. I just took a nap. <laughs> I just woke I'm up. I'm tired. Yeah. Chase was up at like six. and I was like, it's time for bed. Like, I, don't, I mean, go, go back, back to, to sleep. sleep. Um, the second thing she said was, look at your life as a journey. Now, which was very key to me because I have not looked at my life this way. Like you set all these un- unrealistic expectations and you think you're going to be somewhere and you just be like, I'm going to get here to here. Mm-hmm. And you don't look at it as a journey. But she said, um, look at your life as a journey. We are in such a, uh, such a rush to get the, to the destination that we don't enjoy the journey. You begin by looking at every opportunity that comes your way or doesn't go the way you expect it as life lessons that is teaching you more than yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, more about yourself. Mm. What you don't, re- what I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm stuttering because it's, 
sorry, hold on. When you don't reach the goal, it's not a failure, but maybe it's a different path and you need to, yep. you need to take to reach that goal. That's good. Yeah, that was one of my takeaways. <clears throat> I was going to touch on it, but one of the things that I noticed, like going over, like even just going back and reading, I do write stuff down, but I was looking at my journals and just little goals that I had set. Um, I noticed that um, a couple years ago, just my cousin is a counselor and she said, instead of writing things down as like pinpoints as all these things that you want to accomplish, even if you check off one, that's still like a mini victory. So my timeline isn't going to be like someone else's or I may think that I failed, but in a lot of ways, I'm still doing pretty well. You know, there are a lot of people that aren't in the position that I am. So looking True. at it as a journey is just perfect feedback because I think a lot of people can, you know, take something away from that especially with the pressures that we have now, like everyone's comparing themselves to someone else and it's, the devil. it's just unrealistic. Um, she also says that, yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to contribute to that. <laughs> um, I've had a hell of a journey of life and comparison is a, a thief in the night. Um, but when you think you don't do shit, like I had to, I had to really look at my life like, well, what have you done? And I had to, and I had people tell me every day, like, well, do you really know what you like? I've, I didn't think about it this way, but I have done so fucking much mm -hmm. that you put so much pressure on yourself. You don't actually realize what you do. But yeah. I had to take a, a step back and going to a therapist in your 20s. Get a therapist. It's yes, never too late. please. That's one thing that I will say about your 20s is you need a therapist. Um, Even need, when you don't think you need one, just have somebody have, to talk to. And, and to and to that point, you have 20 some years of baggage. Exactly. Already. And you're going into different things, not knowing why, because I mean, you get to know yourself, but you don't really know, right. you know, you don't get, you don't really know until you see it from through somebody else's eyes. So get a therapist. I'm sorry. That was just a sidebar. But <laughs> my therapist made me realize, like, I have accomplished a lot, even yeah. though you don't feel like you have, like I have um, accomplished a lot. Um, the third thing she says is live boldly and not in fear. Um, mm. She said, I know it's easier said than done. She says she's still working on it um, herself, but we get caught up on things that don't work out when we turn 30. You're walking into a new decade and walk in it fiercely. We aren't walking into fear, you are able to really explore our own life and get the most out of it. This means you're trying new things, whether it's a new career, food, dating, dating online, etc. So mm. shout out to Lakeisha. She's she really, always she's, dropping she's, she's gems. Dropping, she's dropping the dimes on us. You know what I'm saying? So get hey. your notepads out. I hope you're taking notes. This no, for good. real. This is free. Ninety nine. No, seriously. But if, if you, you want to holler at her. Holler at us so we can you can holler at her. It's yeah. gonna run you, but it's good. I'm sure you got insurance. You can take care of that. <laughs> right, she can help you. So I'm I'm really looking forward to living fearlessly. Um, during this new neck decade, I'm gonna try some new things, try mm -hmm. some new penis, try some new food. I want to um, travel more too. Definitely. I, I and I and while you say that, I'm tired of spending so much money on locally local trips. Like, right. I'm gonna take that and get the fuck up out of here. Bold experiences. You I'm know. Still, this I'm shit will always be here. Like I just want to experience. Like, like, I, you know what I'm, and I was thinking about this the other day. This is off topic. I'm so sad that the Great Barrier Reef is like all raggedy now. Oh. I really wanted to go and experience that. I see everybody all in, in, in Dubai. Coral, I said the Coral Reef. Yeah, you the just Coral Reef <laughs> in Dubai. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? 
<laughs> sure, why not? Bali, Indonesia. Like, I just want to travel, and it's so fucking cheap. Um, yeah. My 20s are robbed. I can't do the things I want to do. God, don't say that. Um, lastly, she says, take it one day at a time. No, for real. This is for everything in life. That's not only all you can t- do. Take it one day at a fucking time. She didn't say that. Sorry. Take it one day at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe and know each day brings something new. Ask yourself, what is my purpose for today? I'm going to take that advice. No, um, seriously. Find your purpose in each day. I believe it will lead you to your purpose-driven life. These are all great gems. I'm, I wish she was here. because I'm we, smiling so hard. <laughs> it's like a hug. You can just I feel think we, it. I think we might have part two. I'm going to try to get yeah. that one for part two. Uh, but these were all great things that she gave for... It really was for me, but I know it's a lot of 30-somethings out there that are struggling. Yeah. So I'm sure you all, and even if you're not turning 30, this is just gems for life in general. That's good. Um, So I just would like to say this is a this is a quick episode. Sorry, guys. But I just want to say bye to my 20s. Um, It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm not, I, I don't plan on looking back. Can't. I don't think you should. Like, I mean, you can take the experiences for what they were and just go full forward with them. Go yeah. full forward, yeah. Full, yeah. full forward, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, say. No, for real. I'm saying goodbye, okay? <laughs> no, for real. You got anything else? No, do you have anything else? I don't. I got a couple more months, so I'm going to ride this thing out. But I just want to give, I ain't Oprah. I'm not all philosophical and shit like that. I ain't really, you know what I'm You're saying? You're not a Lakeisha. I'm not a Lakeisha, but Oprah has always dropped dimes on us, and it was no, so appropriate because I've read her book, What I Know For Sure. So my little tidbit for this is what I know for sure is, and you can chime in if you have anything to contribute to this. Okay. What I know for sure is um, you got to live your life on your own terms. Mm-hmm. No one can stop you but you. Be boldly, fi- live fearlessly, and take no shit. No, for real. That, I'm knocking on 30's door, and I'm going to kick it down. So that's what I know for that's sure. That's a word. That's a word. That was good, buddy. Yep. So that's I it. Like that. Thanks for listening, guys. Do you have anything else that you want to say? No. If you guys have any feedback, the 30 plus somethings, you know, hit us up on social media, Random Tandem Podcast. I would like to hear from the guys, too. Like, yes. I didn't get, I had a lot of females, you know, um, contribute to this. I had wrote a post, you know, I wrote several posts, but I don't hear a lot of guys talk about it. So maybe we can have part two. Yeah. Maybe with I some guys' ask, feedback. Um, yeah. You know, the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can think of his name. Yeah. I, can, I, can, I can ask him, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you guys have any feedback, um, I know there are a couple of men that listen to our podcast that are, I think maybe y'all are in your 30s, maybe not, maybe, I don't know. Hit us up on social media, Random Tandem Podcast at um, gmail.com, send us an email, Random Tandem Pod on Twitter, Random Tandem Podcast on Instagram, and that's about it. It's a wrap. Happy birthday. Hey. By the time y'all hear this, it's my birthday. It's, it's hey. your birthday. Hey. Happy it's birthday, birthday to Take
Let's get started.